Elise, you look like your pussy spits chewing tobacco. <laughs> That's rich coming from a personified Newport cigarette. Thank you. Elise, speaking of white women who love to make out with their pets, Elise just adopted her second cat. So now she has three pussies that nobody wants. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh. Wow, that's rich coming from the prettiest girl in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I'm so not gonna fuck you, Alyssa. I know you'd never fuck me because I'm not an unfunny loser. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep it going for Alyssa Poteet and Elise Goldowski, everybody. <laughs> yes, you're good. That was good. Sorry about that. Almost killed you. All right, uh, that was a title match, Firing Squad. What do we think about it? Uh, fun battle. Uh, we gotta hurry this up. These two got a wine tasting to get to. Uh, you both look like you kiss your dog on the mouth. Uh, Alyssa actually films it. Uh, yeah, I know. I I bet. Um, this is good. You guys He's battling next, by the way. Really, really strong personalities between you two ladies. What are your What are your signs? <laughs> Quit comedy. Gemini and yeah. Oh, that's crazy because you're both a cancer to the roast battle. Uh, <laughs> Who do we like, audience? Elise Golgowski. Okay. Uh, or Alyssa Poteet. Okay, slightly more, but ladies and gentlemen, this is your first <laughs> undercard title champion. Make it up for five and oh. Yeah! Champion! 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 Hey! Keep it going for a listen, Elise, everybody. Yeah! Folks, scoring this whole battle, you've heard him the whole night. Make it loud for the Grammy nominated Mr. Coach. C -c 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 Coach T. Welcome back to Roast Radio. This is your host, DJ Coach T. And we're getting things kicked off this week with some fresh pussy jokes from Alyssa Poteet. As you can tell, that she is the undercard champion, um, which is what we kind of want to focus on this week. Not Alyssa, but the fact that we have a whole new class of roast battlers that are fucking phenomenal. We have a lot of people who help build the show and put a lot of money in a lot of people's pockets and create a lot of relationships. And for those people, I'm very, very thankful. But we also have like a new class of people who weren't doing it before the TV and are kind of doing it now and are being consistent. And we have an opportunity to watch them kind of grow and develop into great roasters and ultimately great comics. So that's what this episode is about, right? We're going to highlight in the middle two people who I think are going to be phenomenal. Like I'm literally watching them get better and better every battle. Uh, I'm becoming a fan and I think our fans need to become a fan of them. So let's just use this opportunity to bless them. But before I get to that, I have a secret. Like I've never even said this out loud. I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. My favorite battler to watch is Guam Felix. 
Now, you guys may or may not know who Guan Felix is. Guan Felix is this big Mortal Kombat character looking guy with like a, a freshly bald head every single week. He's got like a weird ponytail and he seats people at the comedy store. And he's been at the comedy store and seating people at the roast battle before I was even involved in the show. So that's going back a long fucking time, like seven, like eight years. Guam Felix is a staple in the comedy store. But when he's not seating people, he puts on, in my opinion, some of the most consistent, enjoyable, refreshing battles that I ever get to experience. Like, like the way my Tuesday looks is I hop in the car with my homeboy Oso and my buddy Marcus and we kind of come up and we figure out what the fuck's going on we get to the comedy store we always run into Guam and then somebody hands me a list of who's battling and I get a list of who's battling if I see Guam I'm smiling because Guam is fucking hilarious there's not even just the writing the writing's cool but the way he gets down is fucking hilarious he's got character to him that's super duper unique so let me shut the fuck up and you motherfuckers enjoy one of my favorite battlers to watch Mr. Guam Felix This next battle is exciting. Uh, this guy I'm bringing to the stage, he's never lost a rose battle. Big dude, make it up for John Luna. Hell yeah, hell yeah, John, welcome back. What's up? JL. Yep. Uh. They should have named you John Full Luna. Uh. Or John Luna Eclipse. <laughs> You're battling Guam like Felix. I'm, Why are you doing this to him? Uh, I don't know. Guam asked me to battle. He wanted to battle today because he was free because uh, he's not allowed to vote. So, <laughs> Hold up. You said because he was free. That was perfect. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. This man is a free man. <laughs> he works here. He's a fucking legend. He's been on Def Jam. Uh, he's one of our favorite Rose Battlers. Make a laugh for Mr. Guam Felix! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, shit. This is going to be fun. Uh, now, Guam, this is your first time meeting your illegitimate child. Yeah. What do you want to say to him? Um, I will be there at the funeral, so... <laughs> One round is three jokes. Who's going first? I'll go first. Fuck it. It's my man right there. Are we ready for this? All right. Are we ready for this? Dad! Diabetes 1, Simplex 2. Are we ready? Let's roast. All right. Um, I'm going to rate John through 1 through 10. I'm going to give his face a 2 and his body a big hero 6. That was good, yeah. Give it up for my opponent, Raul Punzel, everyone. <laughs> Guam is 50 years old and he's been homeless twice, so 25 years each time. And, um... <laughs> His official address is the LA County prison because it's the only place he's ever lived for more than three months. True, true. Those are facts. Those are facts. Um, John loves churros so much, he puts sugar and cinnamon on dicks before he sucks them. 
Give it up for Odd Jobless. Guam has three kids with two baby mamas. To get back at him, they slash the tires on his house. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking facts. <laughs> Fucking facts. You guys, look at John's arms. It looks like he makes flour tortillas with his elbows. <laughs> Thank you, Avatar did. Okay. <laughs> uh. Guam has a three-foot-long braid. If only he had a three-foot-long desire to be in his kids' lives. Oh! That was it. That was it. Damn. Everybody, keep it going. This is the greatest most battle yeah. in history. Fuck. That's Guam Felix. That's John Luna. Holy shit. Damn. And make a lot for the stage for fucking supporting this whole video. Yeah! We did it, yo. Firing Squad, who we got in this one? Uh, this was a fun battle. John, I, this is really cool. I've never seen Guam look small before. Fats. Uh, I swear, I've known Bats. him for nine years. He's Big never Bats. looked so fucking tiny. Uh, this is insane. And Guam is security here, which is crazy because he looks like what I want to run from. Um, uh, John, you honestly had me avatarded. That was one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Both great battles, Guam. You know I love you. Very funny stuff. But John, you, you, anything? Any? I love a good retarded joke. Brandon Brody, who you like in this one? Yeah, man, it was fun. <laughs> but between the two of them, man, you know, it probably smells terrible. Either way, it was a great, <laughs> it was a great fucking battle. Um, I, I got, I gotta say, John, man, I gotta take John on this one. Yeah, avatarded everything. Go ahead, Jay. Light. Damn, this was like watching the wardrobe and the stove from Beauty and the Beast fight. The craziest thing to me, by the way, John, I loved all your jokes. You're such, I've seen you battle a couple times. You're such a good joke writer. I love that you did a joke. Uh, you call, You said he was odd jobless while he's literally in uniform at the job that he has. And it fucking leveled the room, by the way. That's how little trust everybody has in Guam Felix as a human being. Oh, that's crazy. He said these niggas too. I know. <laughs> But yeah, he got no job. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it to John, but I will say that, John, you should not be proud of the fact that Guam is the best that you could ever look. Like, Guam is your goal weight. Like, Guam, Guam managed to make his ponytail lose weight even during COVID. You know, that's impressive. So aspire to that. Uh, but fucking great jokes. Good job. Right. Alex, who do you oh. like in this one? Do you Gosh. like Spam or do you like Chorizo? Who do you like? Oh, I am a... I I'm a big fan of both of these. Both of you look like you shop for clothes at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> Beautiful jokes, Big Hero 6 hilarious, Tortilla Arms hilarious, but in the end, John, uh, amazing, three for three, and your names are great. I give it to you. Great job, guys. This is fun stuff. Audience, who do we like? Undercards, you get to judge. Who do we like? Do we like Juan Felix? Yeah. It was fun. This guy's the best. <laughs> or... John Luna. He was 3-0 before this battle. He's now 4-0. John Luna! Hug 
love each other, you two. Guam Z. Guam, 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 Guam. Guam. Guys, keep it going. That's Guam Felix. That's John Luna. This is the Rose Battle. Good shit. My sit-down interview with Michael Jackson when he was only 14 years old. One-on-one in studio, no entourage surrounding him, and we talked about everything, including... How many years had you put in prior to uh, Diana Ross discovering you? Before? Mm -hmm. Before she discovered you. About two years. Had you had uh, a lot of long hours or work, or yes. did it all just kind yeah, of fall? Yeah, we would come home from school and hit to the instruments. People would look in from the window and watch. Like in that area, everybody, they tried to make a group. But a couple of weeks later, they would break up. We the main one that stayed together. What up, Roast Radio Mafia? You're still listening to battles recorded in the underground free speech fight club known as the Roast Battle, held every Tuesday at the Comedy Store. Get there if you can get there. Uh, that was my boy Guam, man. And it's like, it, it sucks because I talk all that good shit about Guam and then we play a battle where he loses. But that's not the point. Oh, and we're also going to play a battle in a couple of weeks where like Guam goes to like La Jolla and then he gets his ass kicked too. But that's not the point. The show that Guam puts on is fucking phenomenal. But that's Guam. Guam is an old-timer. This uh, this episode, I'd like to highlight some of the new timers, the new school people. Uh, this show, as much as, as as popular as this show is and and all the success that the show has, it, it really isn't anything without the battlers. So one of the reasons why we try to keep the podcast popping, because we need to give space and attention and opportunities and shine to the battlers. Well, we got two battlers who are kind of new to the game. I've been watching them around and I'm like, like whatever the future of Roast Battle is, I got a feeling that these two are going to be a part of it in some shape, form, or fashion. I got a guy that I really like. Uh, he's from Louisiana. Uh, his name is Nate Welch. He's bald-headed. He's a bouncer. He's a scary-looking dude. Now, I have a very soft spot in my heart for Nate because I'm from a small town called Ridgecrest. So whenever I see an intimidating, scary, racist-looking white guy, it just makes me feel at home. So I fuck with them based on that, no matter what. Uh, he's an up and coming guy, man. I really like him. I, I think he's, uh, I think he's trying to, you know, figure out his comedy career, and, and he's fucking with us, and I like that. So that's really dope. I also got another comic. It's a, a female comic by the name of Kiki Anderson. I've been seeing her have some battles come up, and she's really cool. I'm just getting to know her. I'm just seeing her around, and um, I guess the thing with this battle that kind of caught our attention over here on the production side was like. Hey, these two had a really good night, but they're also really developing their skill sets. And then when you see somebody getting good and good like that, it just means they're showing a lot of respect to the show and comedy in general. And it just they're just getting better, man. I like when people are getting better at making people feel good and laughing and all that stuff. So let's just get out of the way. We got Nate Welch going against Kiki Anderson in our future feature battle. Let's roast. Let's go. Battle. That feels way better. Now listen, normally I got an autistic dude, I got a terrorist, but I only got my nigga with me, and I got a bunch of judges over here. Are we ready to meet him? 
Perfect. This man in the corner right here. Um, my name's Kiki Anderson, but it's real confusing. You know, in my stand-up, I talk about it. My mom's South American Jewish, and then my dad's just a white guy from America. So it's like, there's a little flavor there, but like, you know, I try not to take up space because I know what I look like. <laughs> I'm uh, super white looking. <laughs> um, I have blonde ass hair, but I'm a natural brunette. <laughs> Uh, oh, me and Kiki are friends. Uh, we work together at Supernova, and she she just recently started getting into battling. She was looking to battle somebody. I said, I'll battle with you. It'll be fun. I'm six foot. I'm about 220. I'm bald-headed. I look like Stone Cold Steve Austin if he quit wrestling in the WWE and started wrestling with depression. <laughs> yeah. Good. Because tonight you came to a good one, Rose Battle. There are two fucking title matches. We don't do this a lot. We do it probably twice a year. And tonight is one of those fucking nights. But first, we got some undercards. The first people I'm bringing to the stage, this guy's from New Orleans. He's eight and five. He runs a show called Comic Wars at the Improv once a month on Sundays. Love this cat. Make a lot for Mr. Nate Welch. Nasty Nate. I guess I would say my style is silly. I, I think maybe it would be the word because I look like such an asshole that like I have I have fun being silly because I don't look like I would be like that. You this know? man survived Hurricane Katrina. This is a white man who survived Hurricane Katrina. Brandon Brody, do you have the scoop on them? <laughs> because BET was all about that. Anyway, uh, you're battling Kiki Anderson. She's one and zero from Washington D.C. Why are you doing this tour? Oh, we friends, we co-workers, and she's funny, so I thought it would be a good battle. See what happens. This lady's from Washington, D.C. She's never lost. She's only battled once. Kiki Anderson. I think, you know, I used to go to the roast battle shows just for fun, and I always thought, oh, that could never be me. Like, I'd, I'd be scared, <laughs> you know? But I thought that one of the coolest things about roast battle is the economy of words and how sharp the writing is mm. and also i mean you get like street cred from it it's like oh this person can take a joke and dish one out just as fast and i was like you know what like i want to try and i tried and i felt like i was decent at it so it's something that i'm always trying to level up at now doing the bow Sex ain't y'all niggas don't know black people. All right, we're this is this is this. I love this shit. Now, Thank you, I don't want to fuck the roast battle. Keep playing go go. <laughs> fuck this shit, nigga. I'm home. To so, be fair, Moses, yeah, somebody crab me so I really feel at home. Come on. Y'all never saw the wire. Moses, does this crowd look like they know any black people? That's a good point, I nigga. This is Frazier and Sex in the City crowd. This shit. <laughs> they don't know that shit. Damn. Not even Friends or Seinfeld. Frazier and Sex in the City? That's crazy white. It's the whitest shit ever. It's BET talking. Tapioca All right. white. All right. Shit. Kiki Anderson, speaking of white people. You're battling Nate Welch, another white person. Why are you doing this to him? That's my homie. So, you know, he was my first friend in LA. So this is how I show my love. <laughs> By roast, you roast the ones you love. That's what this is all about. It's one round. It's three jokes. Kiki, Nathaniel, who's going first? Woo! What a gentleman. Are we ready for this? It's the first battle. Are we ready? That'll do. Let's roast. 
Nate looks like Mr. Clean's brother, Mr. Ethnic Cleansing. <laughs> Did you write about that in your diary, anorexic Frank? <laughs> My body's a temple, your body's church is chicken. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's Popeye's, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Hickey's favorite pasta is methane fettuccine. <laughs> She's so skinny. Whenever she gets out the bathtub, she throws herself against the wall to see if she's done. (laughs) Nate survived Hurricane Katrina, which makes the Red Cross the only one he didn't burn. Yeah, Kiki took that flat in the curve shit way too literally. Her titties remind me of my house after Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) Not there. Nate, your whole body is global warming. (laughs) That's one? Is it me or him? Okay. Nate can't decide which lives matter, black or blue, because his girlfriends are both colors. That was a zinger, Lindsay Lowe-Income. <laughs> Kiki looks like a combination of Amber Heard and that shit she took on Johnny Depp's bed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, championship night, this is the undercards. Kiki Anderson! Nate Welsh! Listen, man. That's how you fucking roast battle. First battle of the night? What do you got to say, roast battle judges? Let's go home, everybody. Uh, That's what was great. God damn. Way to go, guys. Give it up for that one more time. What a way to start a night. I, I know both of you quite well. I'm friends with you. Um, Kiki, you're actually opening for me in San Diego in a few weeks. Uh, Nate, doesn't look like anyone will open anything for you ever. Uh, Nate, you look like your entire truck is wrapped a Confederate flag. It's hard to get. <laughs> Did you just pick her up like as a tow tuck driver because she was stuck on the side of the road? This was so beautiful. <laughs> three out of three, both of you guys. I thought, honestly, I really thought he, he closed it with me with the black and blue joke. That was so well written and just so funny. But Nate, you were stellar throughout. And honestly... I, I hate to be this person already because I usually am not, but this was a draw for me, and I want to go to one more joke. I like it. I like it. I like it. I did like the black and blue joke. Those are both lives that Nate doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, why do you look like such an asshole? I don't know, dude. It must be the haircut or something. Yeah, but, what is that? <laughs> I don't know, bro. People always say I look like uh, what that what uh, Sarah Fatemi said. I look like my favorite cereal was Special KKK. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like that's just that's just funny, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess I got that one of them faces, you know, rest an asshole face or something. <laughs> yeah, this is a great battle between a rom-com heroine and the abusive husband she's leaving in the second act. Facts, facts, yes, yes, yes. 
yeah, I mean, this was fucking great. Kiki, I love that you overcame dressing like Freddy Krueger to do a great <laughs> battle tonight. Real Betty Krueger vibes. Uh, Lady Tims, yeah. Yeah, I said, what is that? Nice. Yeah. Somebody does know black people in this room, and it is Kiki. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely Nate. It's definitely, definitely Nate. Nate. Yeah, it's definitely Nate. Uh, this was really fucking close. I mean, I would edge it to Nate, but I would not be upset to see one more joke. Okay, we might. Shit, we might. Shit. Kim? Uh, what a fucking amazing battle, you guys. This was really good. A uh, battle of Trailer Swift versus uh, Bruce Willis if he was stung by bees. Uh, Shit. <laughs> Or three years ago, yeah. Seriously, you look like Humpty Dumpty if he built the wall instead. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he broke the levee. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't hear what you said, but you look like average Levine. Um, <laughs> Kiki. Kiki's named after the sound she makes when she calls the police on a barbecue. Damn, uh, that's fucking deep. Jesus, sorry. it's a deep-ass cut. Sorry, I was into it. Um, this was a really, really good battle. You both were so fucking funny. Uh, it was really, really hard to judge. You both had great jokes. The uh, meth and fettuccine was so good. Very good. Uh, the spaghetti to the wall was good. Black and blue. It was incredible. Uh, but I had Nate winning by one more joke. So, okay, okay. Brandon Brody, who you like? Yeah, you know, my BET senses were tingling when this nigga came on stage. Uh, something to feel right about up here, you know what I'm saying? It felt like it felt like civil rights in this bitch, you know? So, um, and I, I, yeah, and I was like, I knew where I, I, you reminded me where I knew him from. That fucking film, Pie Hard, the fucking uh, Bruce Willis, Hard. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pie Hard 2, one of them, probably in all three. Um, he had all three courses, yeah. Right, the duo, you guys look great, though. It, it was like a progressive per, uh, version of... Pinocchio and fucking Jiminy Cricket right here. Like where she finds out she's a real girl. I like this. This is good, man. Um, with that being said, both of you guys, fuck. I mean, you know, you're from DC, so I'm biased. Like your shit was just, it was, it was so clean. Every time he had something, you had something right back with him. The burning red cross thing, you know, definitely was, was fire. Um, <laughs> it's a good pun. You see the black and blue, man. Uh, I'm not mad at another joke, though, honestly. Okay. Like I said, I'm not mad. Okay. I just like that you called her Pinocchio. That was very... Uh, <laughs> Progress. The new one. Spot. I'm keeping that. All right. Well, Listen, first of all, audience. Roast Battle at the Comedy Store is a unique opportunity in itself because you get to present your work to some of the biggest killers in the game. Um, and you get to get feedback from them. And that's invaluable. I mean, to be getting feedback from people like Jeff Ross or the last battle I did, Quentin Tarantino. Like, you never know who's going to be there. And people would pay millions of dollars to get in front of them and get notes on their work, you know? And also get some, like, funny roast about themselves, you know? All right, listen, audience, who do we like? Do we like Nate? Yeah. Or Kiki? Yeah. Perfect. We're going overtime. Uh, yeah. All right. Who went first? Kiki, you went first? Nate, you're up first. This is a joke up. Let's roll! Kiki claims to be Latina. Which is like a white claw claiming to be a cerveza. That's good. That's good. 
Nate says his favorite kind of girl is emo bitches. You are what you eat, and Nate is a sad pussy. Well, damn. <laughs> All right. You guys saved those jokes? All right. Audience is on you. Who do we like in this one? This is overtime now. Do we like Kiki? Okay. Or Nate. Uh, one more time. Be decisive. Be specific. Be definitive. Nate! Ladies and gentlemen, this is a motherfucking draw. Hug each other. First bell of the night, first draw of the night. Keep it going, Kiki Anderson. And that's Nate Wells. Keep it going for these two. Man, I fucking love this show. One more time for Kiki, one more time for Nate. It felt like a win for both of us, because I think that Nate would probably agree with this. That was like both of our best battles, or at least like one of our best battles. You know, for me, I would say that was my best battle. But for Nate, he's been doing this a bit longer. But that was a night, like Nate's a good friend of mine. We've been friends since I moved to LA. And we both killed. And that's what you really want out of a roast battle. Like, it's not really about the score. You both want to kill and put on a hell of a show. And I felt like we both achieved that that night. With the breach of three levees protecting New Orleans, the landscape of the city has changed dramatically, tragically, and perhaps irreversibly. There's now over 25 feet of water where there was once city streets and thriving neighborhoods. I hate the way they portray us in the media. If you see a black family, it says they're looting. If you see a white family, it says they're looking for food, and you know it's been five days because most of the people are black and they've given them permission to go down and shoot us. And subtle, but in even many ways more profoundly devastating is the lasting damage to the survivors' will to rebuild and remain in the area. The destruction of the spirit of the people of southern Louisiana and Mississippi may end up being the most tragic loss of all. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Thanks for tuning in to Roast Radio. I always appreciate the listen. Love the subscription. Love the download. Love the likes. Love how you're sharing it. I love everything. We're growing. I see the numbers. I appreciate you guys. I love that this shit is underground. I love that this shit ain't corporate yet. We still fucking around with shit, using music and internet clips we're not even fucking allowed to use. Keep sharing this shit. But I want you to share it specifically. I want you to like... Like, take your phone and be like, yo, 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 I'm listening to this. Text messages, word of mouth, peer-to-peer. That's how we want this thing to grow. We want to focus on a specific group of people that appreciate the kind of shit that we're doing here. This show drops every single Sunday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This Sunday is August 28th. This date, August 28th, back in 1958, was the same date that Michael Jackson was born. Gary, Indiana, the king of pop. And the king of getting some other shit popping But you can't believe everything that you hear Also in 2005 Hurricane Katrina Beat the fuck out of Louisiana 
And it just so happened that we had somebody who had to actually survive and deal with Hurricane Katrina on the podcast. And I was talking to Nate and he was like, yo, that shit was rough, rough. Like he lost his town. Not a dog, not a car, a fucking town. He said the shit just didn't ever really come back. Speaking of coming back, this night is crazy important because this is the night that we felt like, oh, Roast Battle's back. Like like during the pandemic, it was weird. They were being weird about vaccines. They were being weird about how many people they was letting in a comedy club. The shit was just like fucking weird. But when this night hit, we was like, yo, I think we're back. And ever since this night, the show is just getting closer and closer to where it was to the point that I think that we might actually be hotter than we were when we first started a whole bunch of years ago. So thank you for that. Thank you, battlers, for that. The last battle that we're about to get into is for a championship. To catch some of you Roast Battle fans up, Roast Battle has a league. We're doing Roast Battles in different fucking cities. Hell, even in L.A. got a couple of little Roast Battle shows here and there. But we have a league. And those leagues have certain champions. Tonight, in this battle, the one that you're getting ready to hear, we got Joe Urell getting ready to go against Paige Wesley for the LA Championship. This is a heavy battle. We got a lot of things cracking. We fucking love you. That's the most important thing you need to know. If you're listening to this, we fucking love you and we haven't even met you yet. Thank you for participating in this incredible journey that we have. This is Roast Radio. These are Rose Battles, and all of this is love. Last battle of the night. This is for the fucking championship of Los Angeles. Now listen, we started a Rose Battle League about a week ago, so now there's seven cities. There's one in Tokyo, there's one in London, there's one in New York, Chicago, Austin, the Bay Area, and here in Los Angeles, tonight we crown a champion. Let's meet these people. First person I'm bringing to the stage is coming in right now from Orange County, by way of South Carolina. Make a laugh for Mr. Joe Urell. Uh, fresh from Rob Elementary. He was a janitor. Jesus Christ. What? No, he was he was the rock the teacher propped outside the door to try and keep it open. If only he got there sooner. He was the bullet that came out of the gun. (laughs) All right. Anyway, anyway, this is uh, this is Pete Davidson's last sperm cell because he's not. <laughs> this is what happens when you fuck Kim Kardashian. You look good, shit. It's literally Skeet Davidson. <laughs> that is. That is Skeet. All right. Anyway, what up, Crip? How are you doing? Pretty good. This is for the title. This is your first title fucking battle. And you're battling Paige Wesley. You know where you love her. Why are you doing this to her? Uh, you know, shh. What, what else do you do with a pig besides roast them? 
Never mind, start talking again. <laughs> he said, what do you do with a big bitch besides roast them? Pig. I said, Shit. because me and Brandon Brody are BET, we fuck them. It's a big white girl joke. This big white girl coming to the stage from Oakland, she's already married. Make it loud for Miss Paige Wesley! Hey, Paige. Hey. So, Paige, uh, why are you trying to go to hell? Uh, winner gets the chair. That's all I'm saying. I want to roll around Walmart yelling about coupons. Uh, actually, no, it's just nice to battle somebody who hates stairs as much as I do. Let's do this! Always, always going back for seconds. Can we call this the Battle of Rolls? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for killing my comeback. I'm not sure which races, but they're both in the Special Olympics. <laughs> you know, Paige is ADHD, which means she had trouble concentrating on more than one meal at a time. <laughs> but you're drooling like me at a buffet. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Joe is from Long Beach. He's the only crip to get off the streets using a ramp. Yo. You know, some people marry for love. Some people marry for money. Paige got married for the cake. <laughs> Wrong, it was health insurance. Somebody's got to pay for the insulin, right? Let's do this. Joe and Stephen Hawking have one thing in common. They're both lazy as shit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. They get to sit down all day. God, Paige, last time you choked that hard, there was a chicken wing involved. <laughs> but, but, uh, Paige, no. Paige, it's so basic. She has a carving in her house that says, live, laugh, lunch. It's true, I'm fat, you're Irish, that's why you look like an old potato. Joe's birth mother had a drinking problem. Well, I mean, she was pretty good at it for like nine straight months. 
Oh, big surprise, Paige hating on the vegetable. You know, when I do this show, I have to bring two wheelchairs. Paige can relate can relate to what it's like needing two wheelchairs, two chairs to travel, two seats to travel. Sorry. Uh, hey. I think he. I think he's on one percent. Yes. Joe looks like a retired Rock'em Sock'em robot. Hey, you look like you look like a boxer's face after the match. So, uh, but you know, Paige and I both need assistance at home. I have a caregiver. Paige is hamburger helper. Yo, title match. Paige Wesley. Show your real! Spot. All right. Listen, that battle had everything. Sure. Byron Scott, who are we liking this one? Paige Wesley? Or Joe Urell? This, I mean, you guys, give it up one more time. That was uh, all the way through, pound for pound, wheel for wheel. Fantastic. Uh, for, you know, Joe, every single joke hit so hard. I mean, the, uh, the married for cake one, hilarious. Calling her the vegetable line, I mean... After that, it was it was hard to come back from that page. Your jokes were amazing. The uh, mom drinking for nine months, hilarious. That is disgusting. I love it. Um, <laughs> Joe, you, you look like you were a clone made from Robert De Niro's pubes. <laughs> Thank you. But I did hear, um, congr congratulations, everybody. Joe just had a major awesome, awesome opportunity. He was actually the model for the raptor in the new Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> And you guys got to see it opening weekend. Go get it. Um, June 10th, yeah. Amazing. I give it to Joe by just a little bit. Uh, but for both of you, I hope it's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. It's one for Joe. One for Joe. Uh, this was great. You guys both can't. You both have upgraded your style since I came here. Paige, you look like a Mennonite who fucks the butter churn. Uh... <laughs> Joe, he can't. He's you got swag. You got a chain. You got your hair slicked back. You're like the only New Yorker who goes, "Hey, I'm not walking here." Um, <laughs> uh, you got Joe with that one. <laughs> Thank you, Dick Moranitz. <laughs> I tip my cap. Um, I, I mean, 
You guys both had such amazing jokes, but I got to give it just uh, just an edge to Joe because he had just one that hit a little bit harder out of the tr- out of the trick. So good job, both of y'all. But Joe gets my love it. Oh man, this is fucking. <laughs> this is awesome. This is a battle of the Kool Aid Man versus the person that was on the other side of the wall when he came through. <laughs> We said, oh, yeah, Joe. You know you're supposed to get out the way. I couldn't wait to say that. Um, This is crazy. Um, Joe, you have, like, I was trying to explain your body type, and this is going to, please follow me here. It's like when you try to take a bug out gently, but you accidentally squish it, and then it's, like, kind of alive, but it's not. It's, like, dragging, you know, and you're like, maybe I should kill it. Um, You have the body of an ant. And uh, and Paige, you have the an Aunt Jemima body. Uh, this is a fucking incredible battle. Uh, Joe, I love your wheelchair. Is that a Hemi? Um, <laughs> what? I like a ride. Um, <laughs> uh, two of the best battlers, two of the best joke writers. Truly incredible. But uh, Joe, you've been one of my favorites for the fucking past decade. You're always so funny, and tonight I think you won this one as well. So yes, I yes, yeah, yeah. Truly, uh, truly hilarious battle. I mean, give it up for them one more time. Like seriously, you guys, like so funny, so funny, so funny, man. Um, Joe, what are the fucking odds that you're in a wheelchair? Your name is Joe. How are you not on Family Guy? What the fuck is that? And I love Paige on This Is Us. I would love to take a page from your cookbook and your material. Um, seriously, this was like uh, just the back and forth, man. Let's see, Special Olympics got me immediately. Uh, the drooling shit, that was hilarious. Uh, let's see, obviously, Joe, you got to the, uh, the love, laugh, lunch thing. That was great. Um, the vegetable shit was fucking brilliant. I think that was, that was fantastic. Um, really, it was, it was a hard one, but I think that I... I think Joe was just wheelie willy good. So I got to give it to you, man. I got to give it to Joe. Damn. Alex said Joe. Brody said Joe. Jay, you said Joe. Kim said. Ladies and gentlemen, your new champion of Los Angeles. Make it loud. Stand up because he can't. Joe, you're right. Go, 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 Keep it going for Paige Wesley, everybody. One of the best Ross battles in the fucking nation, in the world. But this is your new champion, everybody. Joe Urell. I love y'all. June 10th, check out the new Jurassic Park. That's Alex Hooper, that's Jay Light, my man. Kim Congdon, I love you. Brandon Brody, I love you too. Pat Barker, Gino for Speedweed. If you need some marijuana, go to speedweed.com. Get you a delicious bag of Speedweed. That's Coach T. Joey Rose, new champion. We are out. Thank you.